0: Hi everyone, welcome to Learning and Living with Liz. I am Liz Evans and I am here to share my journey of working full time, going to school to get a doctoral degree, being a wife and a mother and a dog mom, and sharing pieces of joy with you as I spend 2023 living my three values, which are joy, stability, and simplicity. Thanks for coming along on the adventure. Everybody. it has been a couple of weeks. My work was crazy. It is, um, for me at the beginning of June is our summer program, uh, taking all the credits that I'm taking, uh, for my doctoral program. It just got to be a lot. So I made a choice to focus on work, focus on school and focus on my family. Um, which, was hard. I haven't hung out with my friends, um, but that is just kind of what needed to happen. So I am back. And today I am talking about all the reading that I'm doing and basically how I keep up with it or try to keep up with it. Um, So for context, I work full time. I right now I'm kind of working a hybrid schedule more at home than anything else, just because it is hot outside And to be very honest, there's not really a need for me to be in the office. Um, I actually get a whole lot more work done at home. I also, like I said, have nine credit hours. One of them is solely online and the other two are hybrid, meaning uh, it's online, but then on Friday and Saturdays, I am up in Flagstaff, which for me is about three hours away um, to have class. So because of this, I have to really make sure I am organized. I'm keeping up with all my assignments, my readings, uh, my research. It's also important for me to have quality family time, uh, not only with my husband and my daughter and our pup, but my sisters, my nieces and nephews, our parents. Um, I'm just trying to honestly figure out the best way to spend my time and to juggle all of this because... It's not easy. There are days where I wonder what I have gotten myself into. Uh, But then there are also days where I'm like, this is actually pretty cool. So I am talking today about all of the academic reading. So not only the books I need to read for class, but the journal articles I have to read for class. Also, the stuff I have to read as I'm developing projects, um, developing ideas for my dissertation I am getting an EDD, so an educational doctorate. And the reason I picked that over a PhD is because I want to, I don't want to research my whole life. Um, And my understanding of what PhDs do is that research. And that is, again, something that people like to do. For me, I want to put what I've done into action. Um, And so that was really the impetus. I was never going to get a PhD, And it's just not for me. I know a lot of people with PhDs, and I think they're wonderful, and I think that that is what works for them. Um, So I, in no way, shape, or form, am knocking on PhDs because they're all doctoral degrees. Um, Mine, I'm doing the same thing as a PhD. I'm just required to do action research, meaning instead of researching and writing the dissertation, I am creating something then doing the research, putting it in action, and writing a dissertation. So again, apples and oranges. But one of the things they have in common is the crazy amount of reading that we have to do. So I love to read. Um, And if you've seen any of my blog posts about reading, last year I think I read like 111 books um, because I wanted to, because it's fun. Right now I'm actually reading a book that I got from the library and that's how I like to start my day. Um, I do watch television, just not as much, because I like to read. While I read for pleasure, if a book is not good and I'm re- like don't want to continue to read it, I just don't. Because life is way too short for bad books. It is not necessary, and I don't. I'm not trying to prove anything to anyone. So if I don't like it, I just don't read it. But in grad school, that's not really an option. Um, so I am somebody who likes to be aware of what needs to get done and how it's going to get done. And because I know about myself that I am less anxious when I have a plan, um, I make one. So that usually is what either my Sundays or Mondays are kind of depending on, you know, what Sunday is. So for example, this coming Sunday is father's day. I want to hang out with my father. Um, So I'm just going to make sure maybe I do my planning early that morning or later. One of the biggest caveats basically for everything I do is to make sure, you know, it works best for you. Um, I'm somebody who loves to take self-assessments, personality quizzes, all that good stuff. And the reason I like to do that is because I like to understand how I learn in process. So because I know that about myself, this is something that works best for me And maybe you're listening to this and some of it works for you and some of it doesn't. And that's okay because we're all very different. And, you know, trying to find what's best for us is a lot of trial and error. So my first tip um, is to make that plan. So, again, I am a planner. I have an online management system, a task management system. I use ClickUp. Uh, because I use it for work and because it just makes sense to me. Um, in a previous job, I used Monday, and I really liked that as well. I have um, a weekly spread that I have from My Goals, um, which is an Australian company, and all of my like journals are from there. I really like their notepads. This is not sponsored. I just really like their stuff. But for me, I can see what I need to do, right? Um, so this week I actually have my pad in front of me um that has Monday through Sunday and on the corresponding blog post, I actually put a picture of it. So, I know what I have to do for work every day. I know appointments, all that good stuff. So, for example, today I only put on there to finish a chapter of one of the books I'm reading. Um on Monday, I had four assignments that I wanted to get done. Every day just kind of depends. For me, I like the midweek um, break, if you will, so that if I need to catch up on anything, because life happens, right? Something happens at work. Um, something happens at home. You just don't feel like it. And because honestly, sometimes when you're reading, you're you're not actually getting what you uh, want So I just like to have that little break in there. Um, I do have class this Friday, so I'm trying to get everything done before then. And that way, Saturday and Sunday, I can either get ahead for next week if I want to, or I can just take a little bit of a break. Because taking a break and completely disconnecting is good for your brain. It's good for, you know, that kind of space. I do a lot of my best thinking when I'm not required to do any thinking. So it depends on the week. Uh, last week I worked ten to eleven hours daily, um, so my to-dos look different than this week. I listened to the audiobook on my way to work, and then I would do some reading during lunch because mostly I just needed some quiet time. Uh, with twenty-six kids, it's it's a lot, so it was nice to have quiet. And luckily, I have uh, amazing coworkers that kind of just understand those things. This week I'm working from home, which saves my commute. So because of that, I can spend a lot more time with my books, with my assignments, and kind of going from there. A big thing here is because I made a plan today, again, I had one chapter to read, got it done this morning, and yesterday as I was doing some research, because my research is actually part of what I do um, and how I plan my day. I actually got a rough draft of my final project done because it just kind of flowed naturally. Um, it was really nice and it felt good to send that to my professor. So plans for me just work. Another thing to consider too is if you just have a list, you want to get done for the week, whatever that looks like. So I do have everything in my ClickUp. Um, but again, it's easy for me then I like to see the whole of what I have to do for all three classes for the summer and then how I can kind of spread that out because we do have a family vacation coming up. Um, and I will take my computer because the unfortunate reality is I cannot disconnect for a week. Um, but I can put myself in a position to do substantially less, uh, while I am there. My second tip is the Pomodoro technique and I love this. Some days I look at my list or I look at the number of pages I have to read and I get super overwhelmed. Um, and it's hard because I want to get everything done. I like checking things off my list. I like going into class knowing that I've prepared. Um, but I found the Pomodoro technique. I'm really surprised how much I can get done. Um, so the Pomodoro technique, is very simple. It's 25 minutes on, five minutes off, four times, and then an extended break. So how I do it is I look at, okay, what needs to get done? So whether it is reading or researching, for me, I just pick one thing because I just want one thing to do. Um, So if I have a longer chapter in one of my books that I want to read, that's what I'm going to spend the time doing. I use an app, again, not sponsored. It's called Focus Keeper. Um, and I can put it on my phone and I can actually project it onto my TV so that I can see how much time I have, whatever else. Um, and then I shut my computer. I actually have a reading focus. So I use Apple products. I have a reading focus where it allows my husband and my daughter to call me, uh, but everything else is shut off. And I really like that. Um, I shut my computer, my phone goes on the charger, um, and I work 25 minutes. I like the 25 minutes because for me, it's always something that's doable. I will look up sometimes and be surprised that I'm almost done with the 25 minutes. Mine has a little like ding at the end. It's very, nothing that's crazy. Um, and then I take a five minute break. So usually that means I get up, I walk around, I go change laundry over. I get the dog a treat. Um, sometimes I just walk up and down the stairs just to get moving. And that's my five minute break. And again, it doesn't sound like a lot, but five minutes is actually quite a bit of time. Um, and then to be honest with you, I just repeat the process till I'm done. Now, it is suggested that once you've gone through four times, which is two hours, you take an extended break of 30 minutes and then start again. So every day is a little bit different. I have actually never done four full rounds because if I just sit and focus and know that I only have to focus for this amount of time, um, I can actually get a whole lot done. So that is a technique that I utilize when I'm feeling overwhelmed, when I just need to focus on what I need to do. I actually use it at work too. Like if I have emails, if I have to do a report, um, the other day I had to do 35 invoices. Um, so again, it's a, it's easy to Google. It's great technique. You don't need to buy a book. It's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, my last tip is something that I learned from the faculty that I work with. So I am super lucky in my job. I have faculty that are so amazing and they kind of help with lots of things. So one of the faculty's members, shout out to Dr. Perez. Um, I just call him Luke because we work together. He's kind of become my unofficial mentor. He was, after I called my husband and my mom and my sisters, um, he was the, and my dad. Sorry, dad, if you're listening to this, I did call you before I went and talked to Luke. I actually called you before I called mom. Um, but I went up to show Luke that I got in and he was so excited. And you know, his first reaction is to hand me all these books and here's all the things you need to read. Um, but he has given me a lot of good advice throughout this process. So these three tips are absolutely from him because last week I was like, Oh my God, this reading is so annoying. And he's like, here's what we need to do. Okay. So first, read the introduction and the conclusion of whatever chapter you're reading, whatever paper, and then anticipate the three-question structure. So the three-question structure um, is what is the author arguing, how are they arguing it, and why does it matter? And again, the blog post actually takes you to the blog post we made with Dr. Perez. Um, But in that, make sure the research methods and evidence are there. I did that with two of the chapters really liked that structure. Um, but it, it's very specific on what it will work on. Another thing is he said, number the paragraphs and just do a one sentence summary of each paragraph. This doesn't help you read faster, but what it does is it allows you to really understand what you're reading. Um, for those of us who, We'll read for 20 minutes and then be like, I have no idea what I just read. This is super helpful. Um, And then when reading a longer article, book, whatever, summarize each paragraph, but then write an overall summary of the preceding paragraph. So if you're on paragraph five, for example, you'd write a one sentence summary for paragraph five, and then you would write a one sentence summary for paragraphs one through five. And what this technique does is it allows you to condense individual sections and the entire article, uh, and kind of condense them into very concise summaries while you're reading. It is, again, just something helpful. Um, I have found it very helpful because I, especially when I'm taking notes, I handwrite my notes because that's just the way my brain works. Um, I'd love to type them, but... Unfortunately, if I type them, they go into the abyss and I don't remember writing anything. So having these written down, especially when we go into class discussions, really helps me because I, if somebody brings something up and maybe I don't have it written down, I have enough written down that I can find where they're talking about. So again, three quick tips. It was very informal when he told me this, um, but I thought I should share it with you because I think that that anything we can do to help other people succeed, um, should be shared. So lastly, and this isn't a tip or maybe it is, I very much keep my why in mind. Um, I read the book, start with why a while ago, and I really liked it. Like, why am I doing this? Because when I am overwhelmed, frustrated, tired, why am I doing this? Um, So today I did this. I wanted to check the things off my list because I wanted to spend more time with my family this afternoon. I make a list because I want to be present at dinner. Because I want to know that once I sit down for dinner with my family, I've done everything I need to do for the day. Um I want to know that even though it's a lot of work, I've broken it down into smaller tasks. Um and my big why is I want to get this degree because I want to not only further myself but put myself in a position so that when my daughter is in high school, when she graduates high school and is in college, I have settled myself into my forever career. Um And having a doctoral degree will help me do that. So a lot of times when I get frustrated, I just kind of go back to that. Um, I hope this was helpful. I'm sharing tips and tricks along the way as I think of them. It is something that, you know, I've been kind of searching for is that, like, help and support and kind of seeing how know people go through their journeys and there's a lot of stuff for PhDs and I love those Instagram accounts the Pinterest I think they're so helpful Mm -hmm. um but again I share this because if it can help somebody I think that's really great so hopefully the podcast will not be so few and far in between after this and if they are just know it's because I had to prioritize something else so Have a wonderful week and thanks for listening.